0: welcome to the digital investors podcast with matt and liz rad where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews proven strategies and stories of success get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future G'day everyone, it's Matt Rad here, CEO and co-founder of eBusiness Institute, where we train beginners to buy and sell online businesses. Now, today's special guest is Mad Singers from Mads, oh sorry, from Mad Singers Managing, Managing Consulting. Dude, that's a that's a mouthful there, Mads. But what I'm really excited about having Mads along, Mads and I have been having a chat about his background because over the last decade, Mads has been helping online entrepreneurs just like you go from zero to six figures to seven figures and to eight figures, but primarily by focusing on management. So team management and delegation, time management, because Mads' background, it come, Mads comes from the corporate arena. And what he's done is he's gone online himself, been very successful online. He's a legendary SEO as well, knows SEO back to front. And you are a bit of a legend in our industry because it seems like you've you're kind of like the secret weapon behind quite a number of individuals that you and I know in our industry, been around for a long time, and you've trained organizations like Ahrefs, so you also train not just individual on- online entrepreneurs, but also um, corporates as well. Plus, you run lots of events, and I know you're on lots of podcasts as well around this topic of leadership management. So, so Mads, do you want to jump? Should we jump straight into it? Um, sure. In, in terms of your your background and what you've seen over the years where do you mainly focus now in helping people go to these seven and eight figure online businesses
1: yeah I mean so so just as a starting point so so I actually own six different businesses now uh, and I've yep. built them up in the same way that I, I teach clients to do it so uh, I have a big outsourcing company with a couple of hundred staff and you know I I, I spend a couple of hours a week on that uh, so I basically I love building up Companies with the right people in the right seats so that they can run by themselves. Right. Now, if people are just starting out, that maybe sounds a bit scary. Uh, But reality is that if you want to go from six figures to seven and eight figures, like you can very rarely do it by yourself. Right. Like yep. I've met a few people, maybe an Amazon FBA or the likes where, you know, you actually have a, have a friend that built a SaaS tool by himself and, you know, he does customer service and he does it all. But But reality is you generally need to hire people. You generally need to build a team. And the great right. thing is that when you start making some money, Right. Like, obviously, when you're starting out brand new from day one, you might not have a lot of capital and that's totally okay, Right. Mm -hmm. But when you start making some money, when you start getting to uh, five, six figures and and you have something you can reinvest. Right. Getting people, getting the right people in the right seats and really utilizing them well is the most important thing for long term success. Right, So awesome. I've worked with some of the big, big industry names. It, they've all been at points where they were struggling with this stuff. So people are, are looking at some of these big names and think that like they must have had to figure it out from day one. But but reality yeah. is like management and hiring the right people and, and learning how to delegate well is not just something you're born with, right? It's something you need to learn. And most people who build content side doesn't come from a background like I do in, no. in the corporate management world, right?
0: Yeah and and thank you for sharing that so much because i think you've just put a lot of our community's mind at rest well i hope i hope you have um Mads, but but it's true uh, we as you know we train beginners to get online by the building or buying content websites and you know semi passive websites so because they're transitioning out of the corporate world one of the keys that one of the challenges that they found that they find sorry is first of all learning everything that you've got to learn that's where we're good at i like to think we're okay at teaching people you know i think we're pretty good at teaching people seo and how to buy websites and things but then the other challenge that they have is because they're transitioning out of their job they do need to free up their time they've got to make that jump from when they quit their job to doing this full time and that delegation and that's what you know you and i've been talking about that's why i wanted to come in today and it is First and foremost, it's fantastic to hear that everyone goes through this journey. So like you said, everyone thinks, you know, all the big names out there and and even the big corporates are, you know, legends at doing the delegation thing. Clearly not. That's what you do. You train people in this delegation area so that they can go go much bigger. So what what where do you start with someone say someone I guess we've got several levels, haven't we? We've got total beginners. We've got the intermediates who are doing around the six figures. And then we've got the more experienced who are ready to go up to the seven figures. Let's start with someone, say, a be- in the beginner space, typical corporate. So like yourself, they've got corporate experience, but no experience uh, delegating online, like hiring virtual staff and things. Do you typically find that's a scary step for most people?
1: Well, it's it, it's scary if you're not making money yet yeah, and you're already yeah, that's investing. True. That's that's scary for most. So uh, just a, again, we run an in-house company where we actually do this as well. So we we run a company oh, uh, where yep. we have about fifteen staff where we just build, grow, and scale our own content sites. Right. Yep. And like we do the exact process that you guys are teaching people. So we're we're literally hiring people. Uh, to run these different sites. Uh, we mostly hire them in Philippines, Vietnam, South Africa, et cetera. And we we do that because, you know, if you hire someone to run a site that's just taking off and you have to hire them in UK or US and pay them three grand a month, you know, the, the whole yeah. scale of taking off will take a long time because sometimes yeah. you spend a year, year and a half getting to three grand, even if you're, you're pretty good at what you're doing, right? So. Yeah you know if you're spending 3 grand a month for for a significant period of time before you see any results yeah. that's very expensive right yeah. so the the whole thing is and and this is one of the things one of the first things i learned in management is that organizations exist for the specialization of labor and particularly with seo people make things very complex that you, yep. you know you have these big trainings that goes through hundreds and hundreds yep. of hours of things Reality is, 80-20 of SEO is content and links. Thank and you. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if you spend 80% of the time that you're doing SEO yep. on producing great content, honestly, it doesn't even matter if it's video or written content yeah. or whatever, if you spend 80% of your time, particularly in the beginning, on just writing good, valuable content, you're gonna win, right? Perfect. The problem with most SEOs is that they they end up complicating it and people spend so yep. much time. Like I've seen people who literally spend two months trying to speed optimize their website, right? Yep. Now you can find people who are already experts at this that you can go and pay 200, 300 bucks and they'll do it for you. They already yep. know all of the stuff they're doing, right? Yep. Uh, but, but really focusing in and holding in and understanding the 80-20 is so critical
0: and that, and mad's big thank you to because you'd swear you've done our courses because that's the main thing that we we teach is no matter whether you're doing on page off page seo it's all content driven these days anyway it's a little bit you know that that's the, it and luckily that's an easy thing to like you said if you break it down really at the end of the day you've just got one mission then if you want to rank a website it's exactly what you said let's just focus on getting good content out there so then what we need is systems in our business to automate this and to leverage that. And that means hiring people who are good at helping you create good content. So once you know what to do, then comes the next bit, which I guess is where you step in to help people is, okay, so people might have a bit of knowledge about how to create good ton- content, but then they need to leverage that and ho- start hiring people. So when when you see clients, what, what, at what stage of journey do most clients come to you now in, in what you do? Oh
1: most people come to us they have a site or multiple sites making yep. um I I would say five figures a month most of them I um yep. and you know they they have some money they have some capital to invest and they're kind of ready to take the next move right mm-hmm. and again fundamentally I keep going back to this organizational piece because when most people make a mistake yep. is they try and hire and clone people like themselves.
0: Oh, right. okay. And
1: again, I go back to this, what I was saying earlier, that organization exists for the specialization of labor. And the reason that's really, really important is that most people spend years learning SEO, right? Yes Years. Now, when we are training a new site manager, so someone that has never heard about SEO, when we train them to run and manage a site, we spend one month training them.
0: Okay, that's right? impressive.
1: So what are so, you doing
0: to get the results like that?
1: So, so again, it's focus, right? So the, the thing is we break it down and we say, okay, what do they need to know? What are the critical aspects? The critical aspect is content, right? Mm-hmm. So we teach them how to do keyword research and do it effectively. Mm-hmm. We teach them how to write good content briefs. So yep. we, we don't expect them to write the content themselves, but we expect them to be able to write good briefs to understand yep. what they need and why they need it. Mm-hmm. And then publishing, Content that comes back from the writers, okay. and then lastly, yeah. we teach them how to optimize existing content. Yep, and that—that's yep. literally all we teach our site managers because we know that if we train someone up in a month, first of all, and and this sounds to many people it sounds uh, scary, but but the fact is, that everyone in the company is replaceable, and what that means as well is sometimes people quit. Now, if yeah. you've spent two years training someone up to the right level yeah. and they leave you're starting over, right? If we have very a content true. manager leave, like we can replace them within a month or two, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, and so, and that's not saying that the, the experience they get when they've worked for a year or two years is not valuable, it totally is. But the whole thing is when you simplify work and you, you make the scope much smaller, it makes it so much easier for you as a business owner to, to get the most output from that individual at a very quick speed, right? So the same, mm-hmm. like, um, like going out hiring a writer, for example, right? Like that's a very specific niche scope. And yeah. the more you, you isolate things, the easier it is to also scale. Because with our company, for example, right, we started out uh, probably two years ago. I started out with SEOs again. Yeah. Uh, we hired two site managers initially. And we ended up scaling, like we had, we had 15 staff right now. And, uh, wow. you know, we've been able to scale pretty quickly because it's so simple, it's so straightforward. And as soon as you prove the method, as soon as you show, well, here's what we're doing, we're seeing great returns. And in SEO, returns are often delayed, but reality is we've been able to easily see enough returns at an early stage to see that everything we're doing, the way we're thinking about it is working, right? And that's really what I encourage SEOs to do. Don't Mm -hmm. look to find someone that's you, look to find someone, it's not about cheap. It's not people are like, oh, well, just hire cheap people. It's not about that. Any business transaction and and hiring any staff, it's about return of investment, right? Yeah. Now you can hire people who are absolutely amazing and cost you 10 grand a month. Now, if you have a million dollar business, that might be the absolute best thing you can do, right? Because if you pay them 10 grand a month and they help you make 100K a month, Great, it's right? Great. Yep. But if you're starting out from scratch, you have a site that's making a 1,000 or 2,000 or whatever a month, yep. you, you don't wanna go and pay someone 10 grand a month, right? You no. don't. Uh, in, in most cases, obviously yeah. there's exceptions, but but in most cases, yep. right? Uh, so, so really just holding down and figuring out what are the specific aspects that really matter How can we really train people for these very individual roles? And and as an organization scales, like most of my big clients now, they have very, very specific roles. So they literally have someone, a graphic designer that just design graphics for new content. They have people who literally just publish content that comes from a writer, right? So so as an organization grows, you know, the roles become more and more simplified, right? But but that also enables growth because if you suddenly say you know we want to we want to three x this year you literally just need to hire more of the same people and because the roles are so specialized it makes it so much easier to train three times the amount of people right yeah yeah and
0: and where are most of your so so you mentioned most of the the staff that you're you you're recommending people get are like from the Philippines or. Um... Or you know, from from like typically say off upwork, is that where most people would find virtual staff?
1: No. So so we use upwork for one off work. So yep. particularly, you know, like for example, if you're not a website designer it makes sense to go and hire someone and pay them a one-off fee. Yep. And by the way, get a bunch of content on your website first. But when you have a website with a bunch of content on it, then go and hire someone for a one-off fee and get them to actually design a nice that looking exists. website, right? Okay. Again, you can spend hundreds and hundreds of hours trying to figure out how to do it by yourself. And I'm not yep. saying there's no value in that, but I'm just saying that you know, as a business owner, you have to think differently, right? So, so go and paying someone, a little bit of money to build you a decent looking website can be super super helpful right yep. so rather than investing the time in doing it yourself, particularly in the beginning, go and find someone who knows how to do it can do it pretty quick and can do a good job right Yeah so that's what we use our work for like graphic design and stuff like that right uh, so I, I actually run an outsourcing company called aristosourcing.com okay, and we, yep. we we help a lot of people find good outsource workforce, right? So we, okay. we so- hire in, in Philippines, South Africa, uh, other low cost countries. But our focus is generally figuring out, like I, I don't tell people you should hire in this country because different countries have different strengths, different, mm-hmm. th- there's different kinds of people you would hire in different places, right? So it's not like hire all your staff in this place, but it's more a question of what are you looking for? What do you need? And then based on that, um uh, we we would typically uh, help hire the right people based on that
0: So those people are already pre-trained are they are they pre-trained in was, your-
1: not necessarily no. Uh, so so my philosophy generally is I I hire great people and that's uh, for anyone that ever yep. goes to my management training, my focus is on finding great people because the the challenge you have with SEO is that everyone does everything slightly different. Yep. Um, and yep. when we hire staff, I mean, literally our entire SEO team right now of 15 people yep. never used to do SEO when we hired them. But yep. the, the, the beautiful thing is when you find great people who are proactive, who are driven, who mm-hmm. want to do stuff, um, you know, like you can teach them things really quickly. And those are the kind of people we go for because the, the challenge sometimes, like we've been there, I mean, we have tried to hire people that had a lot of experience, but the problem is they often come with as many bad habits yeah. as, <laughs> uh, yeah, as yeah. good and, habits, right? So yeah. we, we much prefer training people from scratch. Um, yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah. it's interesting. You mentioned that. We've got a friend here in Australia who owns a very significant seven figure well-known digital agency And he spoke at one of our events to our community and said exactly the same thing. Everyone looks at him and he does all the big corporate SEO jobs and stuff. But all his staff, uh, you know, one of them was an ex, you know, just working in a cafe, local cafe, liked their attitude, thought they were really good, brought them on. And he says the same thing. He prefers to train people from know even total newbies to come and work as long as they've got their good people and they've got the right aptitude. Um yeah. and it's been very
1: successful him. That that was a a, a big eye opener for him. And and realistically it's also more affordable. Again in the start. Yeah. If you're just hiring idea. For skill, you often pay more money. Right? Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you can be lucky. You can get someone who's great who will just help the world catapult. Uh, yep. but I and, and the other hand, you can also get someone who is uh, going the other direction, right? Who is like, oh, you're supposed to do this. And this is how I've always done it and all those yep. kind of things. Whereas when, when we train people, like we teach them our process, we teach them exactly how we do things. And yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Um, and is it yeah. does
0: it take a lot of time, say for our average listener here today, who, like you said, say they're running a, they've got a 5,000 like a yeah, five-figure website each month. Does it take someone in that sort of position very long to train someone to do S, most SEO or to fit in with the SEO team in that in it, that business? It,
1: it definitely takes a little while. What takes the most time though is that when people yeah. are just doing things themselves, they often okay. don't think about how they do it and they often don't think it, about it from a process perspective. Now, the okay. beautiful thing with teaching someone else is that you actually do that. You have to yep. sit down and think, what am I actually doing here? How am I doing it? How do I make decisions? And very often, like I, particularly in agencies, I always work with owners that are like, yeah, no one else can do this thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. If no one else can do this thing, you're doing it wrong. Right. Yep. Because most of the time, it's not that no one else can do it, it's they've not tried to teach someone else they have not actually broken down what are the decision making processes what are the what is the way they think about each step of the process and so on right because mm-hmm. the second you start having to teach it to someone else you need to do that right yeah and uh, for us that's that that's how you go about breaking it down right like teaching someone else and particularly the first time you do it it's probably going to be harder and it's yeah. great it's a great way to document things right so and, and yep. i mean most of the time when we are training new people we would use these Loom videos so we will just yep. record some quick videos showing things. But then we actually put them in a document and we have all the videos so that, you know, the next time we need to train someone, we have a lot of the material already. And sometimes stuff needs to be updated. But the beautiful thing is if you have taught someone how to do something with a video mm-hmm. and then suddenly something changes and you need to update it, you can ask the person who is now doing the work to record yeah. a new video explaining how to do it. And that's the essence of delegation, right? Because a lot of a lot of these online courses train people to to sit down and document every process in the company and keep keeping it up to date. Yep. And no business owner has the time to ever do that, right? No, now, no. When, when you're just starting out, when you're just hiring people, yes, it's a good idea to do it. It's a good idea to spend some time on it. But the second you can hand ownership of processes over to people We're that work for you, that the second you can give them the authority and responsibility, the faster you will grow. That's
0: awesome advice. And that, and that's where you help people, isn't it? That's, what, that's yeah. one of your other businesses. So you've got your own portfolio of websites. You've got your own SEO company. You've got – gee, you do a lot there, Mads. Like you said at the beginning, you've got a lot of different businesses. But one of your – I guess it's your passions these days is coaching people through this process of um, managing team. Because like you just said too – once your online business starts to get bigger, and I noticed you've worked with lots of um, agencies as well, and obviously they can scale very quickly. Um, and so that's at the point where I think people in our community maybe need to come to someone like yourself to get that extra management experience, bring on all these different staff and delegating other, because then that's ultimately what gives them so much leverage in this game as well. So what So what sort of things in your, in that Um, mad singers um, management consulting business what sort of things are you primarily training people on there what what skills
1: i i actually have a training course that pretty much all of my clients go through before they ever start coaching right and i did that because initially i was literally going through the first 10 hours of training with everyone was exactly the same right so yep. I really boiled it down. I really took the key lessons and I boiled it down into a five-hour course. Mm-hmm. It's quite intense, but it's it's really the 80-20 of management. Like if you get that right, awesome. you're yep. better than 90% of the people out there. right? So okay. that's where generally all of my clients start. Like I have a few clients that come in that already have a big business and, you know, Five plus managers and so on. And, and I usually treat them slightly different, right? But but for people starting off, I have a course that's a, a, a very cost-effective way for them to start off. And that's a great way for them to, to get the 80-20. And it it means that we have a common language to talk about. For many, for many of my clients, particularly the smaller business owners, honestly, it's enough because. Mm-hmm. They, they get the processes, they get, they get the things they need to do. And when you don't have that much staff yet, if you're starting with it early, you have the time to actually implement them and do it and see how it works and practice a little bit and so on, right? If you already have a bigger team, sometimes you maybe need a little bit more help uh, with your managers and so on, right? Uh, yeah. So I, I definitely also do the coaching with a lot of clients. Um, mm-hmm. But... but Honestly, the course as a starting point is a great, great way because it helps the focus areas is basically understanding human behavior. So, really understanding what are the right people for the right roles. Because reality is, people have natural strengths and weaknesses, right? And when you learn to understand people, you understand what kind of people to put in what kind of roles. Yep. So, if you if you have someone that needs to sit and ex- look at Excel every day, uh, mm-hmm. you know they need to have a certain type of behavior right mm. to be good at that by nature and so behavior is a big one right even in, in looking at existing teams and pruning out people that might not be in the right seats behavior understanding behavior just makes such a huge difference right yeah then i talk a lot about effective meetings so doing meetings with your staff uh, how yeah. to do them the process yeah. for doing them and how to do them effectively and the biggest one is probably delegation that's probably where most people in the world of seo falls down because they're they fundamentally end up being micromanagers and and they're not effective with delegation right. So that's probably one of the most important modules. Mm-hmm. Then there's a lot about goal setting, which is also very critical and then about how to give feedback right. yep. Even in the corporate world, most managers do not give enough feedback and I have a great framework of how to do that quickly and effectively. okay and then lastly we talk about hiring and firing and particularly the mindsets about how do you think about hiring someone what how do you look at the whole process how do you how do you narrow down the scope and that's uh, that that's also very important particularly if it's the beginning of your journey i mean if you've already hired 20 30 40 people you might have learned a yep. lot already uh, yep. you you still pick up a lot from the training but yep. that's that's key and and particularly about firing people uh, is also very important because particularly as a small business if you're not making that much money and you have someone sitting in your business who is not pulling their weight that that can drag your progress down significantly Absolutely. right because you keep paying them every month but they're not they're not adding value right
0: yeah and and that's what i love about what you do Mads. and i think that's why i wanted you you know i'm so glad you were able to come along today and give you a bit of a an introduction to our community because we have, you just touched on something, as you know, we have a lot of corporates or ex-corporates doing our courses and they we teach them the skills. We're, we're good at teaching them the online skills. And a lot of them, like you just said, will we notice do have prior experience running big teams and all that sort of thing. But as you and I know, it's a little bit different when we get online and we start hiring outsource staff from, say, third world countries or from uh, you know, that Well, it, main thing is they're virtual. You know, we sometimes we never even physically meet these people. And guys, anyone listening, Mad's background, as you heard, is exactly the same as Liz and my background. It's all online experience. So what Mads teaches is this idea of leadership management. So some of you are, you know, very experienced face to face in big corporate environments. But it's a bit of a different environment when we're online working with virtual businesses and we're taking them from five to six to seven and to eight figures. There's different uh, there's different aspects of outsourcing and delegation and team management that you need to consider. So I think it's fantastic to um, learn off someone, say like Mads, about his experience, as you've heard today. Mads has a deep experience in this area. So Mads, I want to say a big thank you for sharing with us some of the, the key points there and some great some great tips there for um, our community.
1: Yeah, so, so the three businesses that are actually relevant here. So madsingers.com. That's yep. where you'll find my management training and, and my management coaching. Mm-hmm. Then we have the outsourcing company I mentioned that's called aristosourcing.com. Yep. And then the last company that I acquired last year is a content business where we produce native English content for, mm-hmm. uh, for content website owners. And that's called Riddle Me Write. So right. Riddle Me and then write as in writing.com. And, and
0: I'm presuming is that all that content going to be well SEO'd already?
1: Uh, yeah. So, so our focus really with that content is, is delivering low cost and uh, native English content, right? Because awesome. we, we found that, I mean, Filipinos and Indians can, can write decent content, but we, we just yeah. found that the difference in terms of editing time and so on and just time spent with native English content is significantly less, right? So, it was a way, honestly, we were, we were producing about four to five hundred thousand words in house with our SEO team myself. Wow. Yep. And we were, we were we were sort of pulling that in from different agencies, and that was a difficult experience. Yep. So I ended up buying the majority share in one of those agencies to to basically get ah, a good setup. Well and uh, then we went in and helped them re-ramble the processes, make them more SEO-centric, and, and so on. So that's been a great experience so far.
0: So, Mads, thanks so much for coming along today and and introducing yourself to our community. I'm sure we'll um be hearing more from you. And I do want to say a big thank you for sharing some of those awesome insights into outsourcing and when you're ready to go to that next level and team management. So, guys, and those of you who are brand new to this, if you do want to learn more about how we get the very first started, what we teach here at eBusiness Institute please make sure you check out our free masterclass on buying and selling websites. And um, it will fit exactly what you've just heard today. The Mad, sorry, it will complement perfectly what Mads has been talking about today, no matter what level you're at. But do want to say a big thank you, Mads, and really looking forward to seeing on the next one.
1: Thank you very much, Matt. Thanks Thanks for having me.
0: You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.